0: Welcome back to Brain Ablaze, a weekly podcast about epilepsy by epileptics, for epileptics and their caretakers. I'm your host, David Clifford. Thank you for tuning in to this episode as we cover the dangers of depression and epilepsy. So get a cup of coffee and find a nice safe place because this episode might get a bit brutal. I'm not a medical expert. I'm just somebody that has struggled with ins and outs of epilepsy for almost 3 decades. My hope is that this podcast can provide insights that listeners just cannot get through existing support structures. Though it is often ignored, depression is a real problem. Recently, a host of celebrities have come forth to talk about their struggle with depression and how it has affected their lives. For example, here is Kristen Bell, the star of Disney's Frozen 2.
1: I also struggled a lot with anxiety and depression. My mom sat me down when I was probably 18, and she said, there is a, a serotonin imbalance in our family line, and it can often be passed from female to female. It certainly affected my mom and broke her a little bit, but she's a nurse, and she had the wherewithal to recognize that in herself when she was feeling it. And when I was 18 said, if you start to feel like you are twisting things around you and you start to feel like there is no sunlight around you and you you are paralyzed with fear, this is what it is and here's how you can help yourself. And I've always had a really open and honest dialogue about that, especially with my mom, which I'm so grateful for. And I you know, got on a prescription when I was really young to help with my anxiety and depression, and I still take it today, and I have no shame in that.
0: And Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the recent star of, well, everything. I found that with depression, one of the most important things you could realize is that you're not alone. You're not the first to go through it. You're not gonna be the last to go through it. And oftentimes, it happens. You just, you feel like you're alone and you feel like it's only you, and you're in your bubble, and and I wish I had someone at that time who, who could just pull me aside and say, hey, it's gonna be okay. It'll be okay. So I wish I knew that. Just gotta remember, hold on to that fundamental quality of faith. Have faith that on the other side of your pain is something good while one might say both of these people are just big disney actors they're just touting the line well how about bruce springsteen in his 2016 autobiography born to run springsteen described how his fight with depression ultimately fueled his work so if a princess a demigod and the boss all say depression has affected them Shouldn't we all agree that it can affect anyone? In fact, the incidence of depression in epileptics is much higher than in the general population. One out of three epileptics has had a major depressive episode. Scarier is the risk of suicide. It has been estimated to be ten times higher than that in the general population. When I saw an article suggesting researchers don't know why the rates were so high in epileptics, I immediately thought the answer was just pretty clear. We are having seizures. After a bit of digging, I realized that just like everything else in life, it isn't that simple. Medication we take often has the side effects that cause symptoms that resemble depression. Other symptoms like irritability or confusion indirectly affects our lives, chipping away at our mental health. Epileptics are not alone in experiencing the increase of incidence of depression. In fact, when comparing to the general population, depression is significantly higher in any population that exhibits a brain disorder. Stroke, Parkinson's disease, dementia, MS, as well as epilepsy has the ability to affect our brain. This means that areas that we use to regulate our emotions are vulnerable. After finding a therapist, what else can one do to help cure their depression? Unfortunately, nothing cures the ebb and flow of depression. It is often just a matter of keeping the tank from running dry during the dips. One of the major ways we can do this is by maintaining a proper sleep cycle. Getting to bed and waking up at the same times each day helps provide a regiment that lays the foundation on which the rest of your day sits. Another is through regular exercise. Well, this is something that I struggle with, actually. You know, a lot of it is mind over mattress for me. And my mattress is very, very comfy. So, tell you what, I'll just cut to Robin Williams. Because there's another way to get really high and it's real cheap, just run 26 miles.
1: <laughs> you ever see a marathon runner? You ever see the look on his face? It's the same look, like, How are you doing? I'm alive! Yeah! And it only costs you a pair of shoes, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. You know why he's so high? Because his body is pumped full of endorphins. It's the brain going, if you keep this pants up, I'm going to hurt you. Because that's why when you run, the first couple of miles, you're going, I'm fabulous. After about eight miles, you're going, I'm not too good. After about 26 miles, you're going, why the did I do this? And you have that look like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) That clip was from his 1986 special, A Night at the Met. Robin Williams tragically lost his fight with depression after committing suicide in 2014. I've actually had a seizure at the gym. If the thought of the gym makes you uncomfortable, plenty of alternative no-gym workouts can be found on YouTube. In fact, we included one at BrainAblaze.com. Eating healthy is another big factor. Remember what your grand-aunt repeatedly told you? You are what you ate. That old adage is still great advice. Are there any suggestions that you might give to someone who is dealing with depression? I would love to hear them on Twitter or Instagram. The one tip I would personally provide is to stop focusing on the pure number of seizures you have in a day, week, month, or year. I often fall into this trap. If the number of seizures goes up, I feel terrible. If it is going down or stays the same, I'm happy. For the 30% of us where medication doesn't control our seizures, placing your emotional health on an event that on the best of days seems random isn't healthy. Instead, I try to focus on my mood. If the rate of my seizures suddenly increases, am I hopeful that I can find a recent change in my lifestyle that could have triggered the increase? while recording your mood each day. Take a special note if you experience these indicators. A diminished interest in activities that you once enjoyed, a difficulty in concentrating, significant changes in your weight, whether it's increased or decreased, an impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning, feeling down for most of the day, Changes in and difficulty with sleep, for example, insomnia, sleeping too little, or hypersomnia, sleeping too much, fatigue or frequently feeling tired, or recurring thoughts of death. If you start to see a pattern of four or more of these indicators occurring regularly in your daily life, you need help, and you shouldn't hesitate to reach out to friends, families, and doctors. Studies have shown that there is a bidirectional relationship between depression and epilepsy. In other words, there isn't just an increased chance of having depression if you're an epileptic, but also an increased chance of developing epilepsy if you're suffering from clinical depression. So if you see someone around you exhibiting clues that they might be falling into depression, let them know that someone is out there ready to help them. Maybe you can even stop epilepsy developing before it starts. Thanks again for tuning to Brain the Blaze. We will be back next week. Don't forget to follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Brain the Blaze. If you liked today's episode, please help us by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you download your content. One small click really does help. See you next time.